0: It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Welcome back to Beyond the Building. This is uh, Debbie Kiever. I'm here with Laura Pereno. Laura, we are at the end of the month of July. I don't know where that just went. That was a fast, fast month. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Uh, And if you've been following along, this is the month called Feeling Stuck. And each week we were focusing on uh, that challenge that I think all of us have at some time in our lives where we are trying so hard to make the right decision and feeling overwhelmed to the point that I cannot make a decision. It's almost like a little kid at an ice cream buffet and they have 300 toppings and there's a line behind you right Because that poor child cannot (laughs) select two toppings or maybe i'm actually talking about myself but anyhow (laughs) we often feel stuck in the decisions that we make and we recognize that some of these decisions are they may be small other ones are pretty large and they impact not just ourselves but our families and and ministries that we're involved in maybe um, co-workers that you are uh, on projects together it's just that's not just about us it's about other people so we really have a desire that we want to make the right decision and we talked throughout the month on a number of different features about how to make decisions we um i think the thing that really hit home was the first one where we talked with my dad Kurt Kahn about the 5 Ws you know how do you know that you are in the center of god's will for you at that moment are you doing what he wants you to do, when he wants you to do it, where he wants you to be, with whom he wants you to be with and in the way that he wants you to be doing it. And that I think that has stuck with me um, over the the last year or so that my dad has shared that it makes me sit back. And I, there's a number of decisions I've said no to because one of those W's didn't line up. And when I am obedient and I listen to what the Lord is saying, man, the, the result is so much healthier Um, for me as well as my family around me. So this is our conclusion, this particular podcast in this story. And we got a neat twist heading this way, Laura, where are we heading today?
1: (laughs) Today, we are looking at those decisions uh, that you have to make where all of your choices, like none of your choices is something that is obviously A bad decision and i think we've all been there right we've got like five or six things to choose from and they're all good possibilities and none of them would raise a red flag or you wouldn't look at any of them and say oh this clearly is not god's will for my life sometimes in life we're presented with lots of good options and we have to discern even through the five w's that you just uh, referenced there what is the decision that god has me to make um when i see so many things that could be a positive direction to go i love what you just said about the kid at the at the ice cream buffet or you or me at the ice cream buffet right if you saw if I see hot fudge, peanut butter, caramel, and butterscotch, right, I, I don't know which way to go because they're all so good. But if I see motor oil at the at the ice cream buffet, clearly that's a bad choice to put on my ice cream sundae, right? I'm not going to do that. So there's obvious decisions that are wrong. But sometimes when all the decisions seem like they could be the right way to go, it's hard. You know, we ask the people around us, and they don't really have a, a clear red flag for us, and we're just not getting that, um, God, what do you want me to do out of all of these good options that you have?
0: Laura, I can't believe you said Motor Oil because you used to live here in Delaware. Did you ever go to Woodside
1: Dairy? Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's so funny. Laura, yes.
0: Motor, motor Oil is <laughs> the only one I ever get. Oh, stop it. All
1: right. It is. All right. It's the
0: only one because it has caramel and chocolate and coffee and
1: motor oh, oil covers it all
0: i cannot believe you just use that analogy that You're is
1: going, so funny
0: i don't even have to make a decision when i go there i just pick motor oil that's so funny that you said that, that. really is funny it's all and if you don't live in delaware you really don't <laughs> you about Don't go
1: with the motor oil if you don't live in delaware that's right but if you are <laughs>
0: try oh uh, i think uh, there's such truth to that laura it's hard when you you need wisdom for those uh, it, it all could be okay you know, but God, what is your best? What is your best father for where I am right now? And if we don't take the time to listen, because we are trying to do things based on our own opinions, right? Our own understanding, um, you have trouble making those decisions. It's like, it makes sense to me. And I just start running with it versus really listening to the father. So we can find ourselves getting stuck because it, because it all sounds good. We got to take that time listening to them.
1: Absolutely. You know, now that we're talking food, um, I'm even thinking about this analogy, and it just reminds me of going to an amazing buffet restaurant. And I have been to many buffet restaurants. I'm sure we all have. And we know that when we get there, I'm a little overwhelmed right away. Where am I supposed to start? What is it supposed to look like? And you know, there's always like a thousand amazing salads that we can't make at home. Like all of these things just seem like things that we would not eat someplace else. And so we see the salads and then we see what five or six different loaves of bread that we can choose from with five or six different toppings for the bread. There's soups, there's meats, there's sides, there's pastas. I mean, honestly, now with all the vegan and vegetarian options, there's vegan and vegetarian options. And then there's always... The table that is the biggest of them all is always the dessert with an ice cream uh, fountain next to it. So we go to this buffet, and I don't know about you, but when I know I'm going to a buffet, I come hungry, right? So I'm hungry, I get my plate, I go to the very beginning of the buffet, and I just start adding items to my plate. This is what we do. And eventually we've all done this because everything looks so amazing that we start making layers of food on our plate. And sometimes I have to like use the spoon to push the food back on the plate, right? Because the bread starts falling off as I'm adding more things on there. There are so many things to choose from when you walk through a buffet and we want to put it all on the plate. But you can't fit them all on. I mean, yep. but
0: then, then there's this, remember the old TV ad, but wait, there's more. It's like usually Ginsu knives or something. It's, but wait, there's more. You can go back and get as many plates as you want.
1: <laughs> yes. You don't do that in your own
0: house, but there's right. something you lose your mind when you go to a buffet. Yes. And, and yet the challenge is you only have one stomach that is about the size of your fist. Yes. Now you think about that. Your first plate, your side plate, and now you're going back for your second or your third plate. Mm. You do not have enough room in your stomach. And as hungry as you were 20 minutes prior to this moment, now you're starting to feel
1: sick because you have too much on your plate. That's right. On your your five plates. (laughs) We only have two hands, (laughs) two plates at a time. Uh, The problem is here, you know, lots of good choices. Nothing on that buffet is a bad choice, right? And in life, we have lots of good choices. But all because it's a good choice, it doesn't mean it's God's choice for us. Right. And 1 Corinthians uh, 6, 12 in the Passion's translation, Passion Translation, I love this. It says, it's true that our freedom allows us to do anything, but that doesn't mean that everything we do is good for us. I'm free to do as I choose, but I choose to never be enslaved to anything. I think this would be a really good scripture to read before I go to my next <laughs> buffet. I'm just going to say that. But really, there's some there's so much truth, not just buffet kind of truth here, but there's truth in life, because the reality is just like Paul says to the Corinthian church here, we have been blessed with having so many good options in life, right? This goes far beyond uh, what kind of food we have to eat. And we certainly have a lot of options in that uh, here in this country, but it goes beyond what food we eat. It's we have the freedom to pick our activities, like what's going to go on our calendar before you and I even started taping this, I had my uh, planner open and I was writing all the things uh, that needed to be done today. I have the freedom to decide what I'm going to write on that calendar. And I have the freedom to choose who my friends are and who I hang out with and who I spend quality time with. I have the blessing of multiple options at church to, to serve in, right? How many churches are out there that need people in every area of ministry? And each one, we would look at it and say, oh, that, that's a really positive thing to invest in. And we have lots of opportunities to choose different commitments. We are so blessed with so many options. It's true our freedom allows us to do anything. But just like, you know, Paul says to the, to the Corinthians, it doesn't mean that all of these things are are good for us to do? I mean, it's such a different perspective. It's all good stuff, but what's good for us? You know,
0: Laura, our summers are, I think, well, for me personally, growing up, my parents were school teachers. And so the summers, my parents were home and it gave us as a family, a bit of a time to do a little bit of a reset you know because when everything kicks off in september and literally we felt that way because my parents were home and then they would go back to school i know from being on staff with you at church um you know september was the kickoff time everything was new kids programs were new and bible studies were new and i think this time right now in, Jul- in july is an important time to start to grab a hold of this i need to seek the lord for what to say yes to Mm -hmm. you know, for what to put on my calendar, because as churches and as communities start to really publicize, hey, here's where you're needed. Here's where you're wanted. Um, It feels good to be needed and wanted. And September is right around the corner. Uh, August is going to be that month where people are making decisions. So how about in the end of July, we take a deep breath and we picture this empty calendar, this empty plate and and really step back and say before i say yes and commit to putting something on my plate god is it match the 5 w's
1: mm-hmm. for
0: this next season of my life is it ex- is does it fit those five tests those five w's because i think once you start putting it on your plate it's hard to take it off mm-hmm. right especially when you commit to things you don't want to back out on somebody and there's something there's something good about the timing of this this talk you know you and I live by our calendars we're both structured and that's our personality makeup but we have a tendency to see open space on our calendar and go what can I put there Mm -hmm. like and then almost just run to put something there versus Lord what would you want to do with that time you know this is your time and when we start to fill in every ounce of space there's no margin Mm-hmm. And there, there's no downtime. There's no recharge time. I mean, you, Laura, you, uh, you know, back in June, you were dealing with COVID,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it didn't matter what was on your calendar,
1: mm-hmm. right? That's because
0: right. you could, you can get out of bed, and so that's right. You know, do we have time to be flexible, like flexibility built into our schedule, so that we can really just enjoy the person who's literally sitting in front of us, enjoying the task that's in front of us. Or are we constantly running on something next is happening? Something next is happening. And so I think this is a really good time in July to hit that reset in the way we plan in preparation for September.
1: Yeah, I love what you just said about the calendar, Deb, because have you ever gone to a buffet and you've um, taken too much and then you can't eat it all? And when the person comes to clear the table, I always feel so guilty Right. That like, there's there's something on my plate I have to give back that I had no room for. And I just think that's really a great analogy with this, too, because we want to be uh, – we don't want to take more, and then we have to give it back and say, sorry, I couldn't I couldn't get that done. I've, my my right. calendar's too full. You know, we don't want to be in that position. We want to do it wisely. And I think there's another side to this analogy, too, because how many times have you Man, you have hit like all, you know, you've hit only three of the five buffet tables, let's say, and you're eating and you're not really even enjoying what you're eating because there's so much on your plate to eat. But have you ever done this? Like, you've got your massive big buffet plate full and you look at the person next to you and they, too, have a big buffet plate full and there's something on their plate that you don't have. And Mm -hmm. what's the first thing you say? What's okay? What's the first thing that I say? Where did you get that? Right. I didn't see that. That's not on my plate, right? right? So automatically I'm like, I got to eat this food because I got to go back up and I got to get what's on that person's plate. There is so much here, right? We sometimes, uh, we start missing out on things that aren't on our plate when they're not purposed for us in the first place. I don't know, we could go so many different ways with this, but it all comes down to what Paul says. Regardless of what's on the buffet table, right? What's on the opportunities for our calendar? Our freedom allows us to do anything in verse 12, but it doesn't mean, man, this is an easy one to memorize too. Doesn't mean that everything we do is good for us.
0: And Lord, don't forget the end of verse 12 where it says, I'm free to do as I choose, but I choose to never be enslaved to anything. That's the the, the final piece of that. When we start piling on items onto our plate based on our wisdom, you're gonna find that you end up in a place where those items control you, you know, it's pleasing people's expectations and, and this uh, performance. I need to, I need to prove to people, maybe prove to myself that I can do all of this. Mm -hmm. And now you become a slave to the very thing that you thought you had control over. It now, it now owns you. And what happens is it's subtle, but it's actually idolatry because anything that comes in a place that's a higher priority than Jesus Christ in our lives has become an idol in our lives. And that is what's driving uh, the way we live. And that is not healthy. That's what he's talking about. The good things that are not meant to be there, they become a higher priority than God and they become an idol and it's not healthy.
1: That's right. And just like the buffet line right in the buffet line we can go get another plate when we're finished with what we're eating at the moment (laughs) but we don't get to do that in life debbie Mm -mm. you know we get one plate we get one plate and we get to live one minute at a time and we need to be good stewards of how much we put on that plate and what we put on our plate. you know the things that we put on our calendar we need to be good stewards of those things and not only just be good stewards of it enjoy it enjoy what god mm-hmm. has put or purposed for you to put on your plate i love that that visual like i get one plate mm-hmm. what am i going to do with it and i want to enjoy every bit of what's on that plate that god's given me
0: now i'll share i'll try out transparently back in 2021 i signed up for weight watchers because i had oh, i had a lot of weight to lose so through weight watchers i had lost 67 pounds that's but amazing. it was over time and it was really a matter of resetting the way I think about food, the way I think about myself. And so buffets talk about being enslaved to something, boy, buffets were a huge issue mm, mm. and back in the day. And when you have these teenage boys, that was a great way to fill your children,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: to take them to a buffet. But the problem is I was eating like I was a teenager and that just wasn't the same, wasn't the same stage of life. So part of Weight Watchers uh, was doing some reset, gave me some tools for how to approach a buffet. It's not like you can't go. It's just, does it own you or do you own that moment? And for me as a believer, it's God, I want you to be Lord of the way I eat at this Mm, buffet. And mm -hmm. so I got to tell you, I'm no longer afraid of going to a buffet because um, the buffet doesn't own me, right? Jesus Christ does. But some of the things that uh, those principles that I learned there at the buffet have carried over into my walk with the Lord in my calendar, um, I get, like you said, one plate, which is weird at a buffet, right? Yeah. But it's not the way it rolls. Yeah. Um, and because of Weight Watchers, I had to give an account, literally the points like Weight Watchers counts points. And so I had to count up the points of what was on my plate, which really made me consider carefully everything that went on my plate. Cause there was a cost. Mm. There was mm-hmm. a cost to me in points before I said yes to something that was going on to my plate. And when the plate was covered, not piled, when all the like white space of the plate was covered, I was done. So there was no double-decker plate. There was no stuff falling off the plate. Everything was, had a time, like, uh, not time, that would be in our lives, but I mean, everything had a space that was accounted for it. And I found myself perusing all of the buffets before I put anything on my plate and I really, because I knew what points were, I, I ate so much healthier. I slowed down because everybody else was running back and forth. Yes. Especially the teenage boys. And and Debbie, <laughs> you have one shot. Do you really want to waste half your points for the day on that piece of bread?
1: Yes. Yes. And so
0: I'm telling you, it there was freedom. There was freedom that came for me um, from a health standpoint, from a spiritual standpoint, By surrendering, uh, surrendering to God's plan. And um, I was the only one that would walk out of the uh, buffet not feeling sick.
1: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I wasn't feeling sick. I didn't, it it just was, it was a, it was a blessing, Laura, because for so long I struggled with that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And,
0: uh, you know, with a buffet, you're like, oh, it's like, let's just let this one go down in flames, you know, and I'll make up for it tomorrow. And I don't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. It's not worth it. It's just Mm -hmm. not worth
1: it. Mm-hmm. I love what you said there. Um, the way you were uh, walking through the buffet, the way you walk through the buffet now, it's not the way it rolls at buffets, right? right? Your choices and what you were putting on your plate look different than the choices or the number of times other people were going to the buffet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really critical with this whole month that we've talked about having to make a decision. The way we make decisions as believers in Jesus is different than the way we make decisions prior to knowing the Lord because we're not enslaved to any of these things we just want to know what he wants to put on our plate so that's really just a great analogy i love the fact that god has blessed us with the ability to choose from so many wonderful options you know be it time or our relationships the things we do in our spare time uh, the way we spend our money or the way we take care of our health Um, in all of these things he wants us to come to him for wisdom and direction so that we will steward well the time that he has given to us i love this you know we're we're calling today stuck at the buffet and Mm -hmm. i think the the beautiful thing about this is we're learning how to be unstuck in the place where we are presented multiple positive options to know exactly what god wants on our plate
0: you know i got unstuck from literally the buffet issue right when i surrendered i think one of our podcasts was called surrender yeah, stuck right where you just put your hands up and you say, "God, I'm going to accept where you have me," and and for me, I I had to surrender my right to be in charge uh, of how I was eating, how I was taking care of my health, and when I surrendered, that's when I found freedom. Yeah, that's when I found myself being able to move forward and and get some traction in the weight loss and in the the general health coming back. Yeah, had to come from surrender to him. And, and that's surrendering our calendars, surrendering what we say yes to. And he calls us to be, do things with excellence, right? If you're going to do things, do it with excellence. And you cannot do that when you are stretched too thin, Yep. you know? So it's it's important to have times where we take some breathers, right? Some yes, breathers absolutely. Able, so that we can continue on absolutely. doing things excellently.
1: Absolutely. Which honestly, Deb, that's a perfect place for us to to wrap up uh for our listeners you know it's it's the end of the month end of july and we love to let you know what's coming next uh when we end up uh a previous month and so deb and i had looked at uh, the month of august and we felt like we were being led toward the idea of sabbath so even deb talking about Uh, rest in your places where you've surrendered. Um, We were going to do some teachings on Sabbath and what that (laughs) looks like according to the word of God. And then uh, Deb's talking to me about what's on her plate, right? And I'm literally laying in uh, bed sick with COVID, looking at my calendar thinking, none of what is on my plate is getting done for a very long time. And I just, we came to the conclusion together really, like what if... (laughs) this idea of sabbath is actually for you and me debbie what if god is actually prompting us to take the month of of august and and create sabbath space for us so for our listeners uh in the month of august we are going to go back to some blasts from the past and you are going to be enjoying for the next month some uh, pre-recorded uh, older stuff from beyond that, honestly, God will use to speak to all of our hearts. I can't wait to listen. I'm going to be listening every week, you know. I can't wait to see what God speaks to us this year, this August, in our Sabbath space, things that he has spoken in the past, but it's going to be with new life Uh on the plate exactly what God has for us. So join us in the month of August as we all go back and we all take some rest uh, to prepare for this brand new that God has coming up in September, whatever that looks like. So thanks for being with us. Um, we, are, we are so grateful that you are part of this community. And you know, if this has spoken to your heart, if you know someone who's stuck, uh, share this with them. I know it'll bless them. It's, it's really spoken to my heart in a big way. So thanks for being here. Uh, God bless you. We will uh, see you in September with Brand New, and we will be with you in August as we surrender to the Sabbath and listen to what God has to say from the past. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today.
0: Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.